Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. All right, a brand new hour of the starting lineup. 99.1, the sports animal. Joey this morning on Texas. <laughs> At least you guys are talking about the World Cup this morning. Goodness gracious, nobody cares about soccer. Uh, well, Joey, we are bringing up soccer this morning only because we want to keep you up to date with what's happening with the United States. And that starts now with your morning buzz here on the starting lineup. I just want to ask you right out of the gate, Logan Ward, what are your thoughts on Alabama being ahead of the University of Tennessee in the AP poll? I get it, but I wouldn't have done it. The only reason why I ask right now is because, like, I get Tennessee being number nine. We didn't really get a chance to get to this yesterday, so I wanted to bring it up quickly. I understand Tennessee dropping to nine. It's a bad, bad loss to South Carolina, and I'm okay with the teams that they have in the top five. The four undefeateds with USC, the Pac-12 driver's seat leader right now. But Bama ahead of Tennessee, head-to-head matchup going to the Vols, but it's tied ahead of the Vols right now. They won't be ahead of them tonight, I don't I don't think. Where do you think? The, okay, go. Tennessee's going to finish where? I think eight, seven, eight, probably eight. I had eight, too. All right, eight. we're cool with that. Uh, Lady Vols yesterday, just an absolute heartbreaker, Logan Ward. Uh, I'll tell you, they had three opportunities in the final 10 seconds. It didn't it didn't go their way, though. Just going to get uh, to go down against Gonzaga as Gonzaga knocks off at number 23, Lady Vols, 73-72. to 72. That's down at the Battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas. Jordan Horston scored 19 for uh, for Tennessee in the loss. Lady Vols dropped to 2-4 and four on the season. Three of their four losses, however, have been against top 25 teams, so they don't have a horrible loss. They just don't have a good win. World Cup action. There we go. Joey, I love you, dude, but you're going to give us 30 seconds to talk about the United States and their draw against Wales yesterday, one-to-one. Just taking a peek at some highlights. If you didn't see the United States early goal in the first half, they take a lead into the locker room with Wales on the penalty kick, able to keep things even. Right now, what does it look like in the group stage? England, after their 6-2 victory over Iran, they have a three points to 1-1-0 lead. I know soccer fans are probably cringed at listening the way I just listed that, but guess what? I'm not soccer guy. I just bet it. England and the United States, that's coming up on Friday. So for those of you who are out Black Friday shopping, I'm sure you're probably going to be stuck to a telephone or trying to get to a television to see the English take on the Americans. Draws are so stupid in soccer. But it's been a part of the sport forever, dude. Think about it. People spent money to go over there to Cutter to watch Team USA play. Is that what we're calling it now is Cutter? I think that's how it's actually pronounced. Well, they pronounced it Qatar like three times this year on um, the Fox broadcast. Well, they saw a 1-1 draw and they couldn't even drink alcohol in the stands. Could you imagine signing that kind of deal with Budweiser and then 48 hours out? $5 million. So Budweiser is paying $75 million Ooh. to be part of the World Cup coverage, and then they find out 48 hours before the first game that they're Man. not going to allow alcohol. I would not be happy. I, I would say that that would be something that would make me uh, quite perturbed as well. Property management. 
when it comes to buying or selling your next home. It all starts with our friends over at Heritage Realty. You can find them online, heritagerealtynox.com. Fantasy of Trees, that's going to be beginning tomorrow. We're going to be in-house at the Knoxville Convention Center. More to come on perhaps maybe how you can meet some of your favorite diamond balls. And on top of that, you're going to hear from Tennessee head, ba- excuse me, head football coach Josh Heupel as, yes, he addresses Jeremy Banks and the whispers and rumors and also where Tennessee turns now without Hendon Hooker. That and more all in the next 15 minutes here on your Tuesday morning starting lineup. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. Yeah, Tyler, good morning. Tennessee basketball stayed at number 22 in the latest college basketball AP Top 25 poll. North Carolina stayed at number one. Houston moved to number two. Kansas at number three. Texas rose up to number four. Virginia jumped into the top five at number five. And Arkansas is the highest-ranked SEC team coming in at number nine. Yesterday, Gonzaga took down number 23, Tennessee Lady Vols, 73-72 with the battle for Atlantis. Jordan Horson scored 19 points in the loss. Lady Vols dropped to 2-4 on the season. On Monday Night Football last night in the NFL, the 49ers beat the Cardinals 38-10. Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 228 yards and four touchdowns. George Kittle caught two of those touchdowns. And at the FIFA World Cup, the U.S. took down, excuse me, had a 1-1 draw with Wales to open up Group B play. It's 7-11. TSL continues next. P. Michael's traffic coming up. Good morning. I'm Logan Ward. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. <laughs> I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Studio now, because if you're talking about a big time happening here in East Tennessee, it all begins with our friends at East Tennessee Children's Hospital, and especially when it comes to their big event, the Fantasy of Trees. Linda Cox Collier joining us now in studio. Linda, it's currently 718, 719 in that area, and you woke up bright and early to come say hi to us. How are you today? I'm excellent today. Thank you so much for having me. We can hear your smile. That's a thing that happens in radio. <laughs> you can hear when people are smiling. Oh, good. Well, I fixed my hair too, so. Hey, you know what? My mom would appreciate that, because my mom all the time makes fun of me about what I wear, uh-huh. even though nobody can see me in the right. studio. Well, you look very handsome. Tell your mom. She's probably listening right she's now. She's listening. Pro- and she's probably right now smiling as much as you are well, ear to ear. Well done, mom. Um, first looks. Some people go to movies to see sneak peeks. Some people, they go into fashion shows to see the first reveal. Mom, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people who get excited about not only the fantasy of trees, but knowing that they're part of the the select few who get to see the first reveal tonight. This first look tonight is going to be huge for fantasy of trees. Absolutely. It is a wonderful time just to come out and get in the spirit. Yeah. Uh, you'll be able to see all the trees, the wreaths, the gingerbread houses. Get a first look. Go ahead and pick out your tree. Go ahead and pick out 
um, some items that you would like to have for your holiday spirit and just come out and support Children's Hospital. Uh, this is the 38th annual Fantasy of Trees uh, presented by Axe Logistics. We're so grateful for all of our sponsors. We're so grateful for our community that really helps us do what we need to do for our kids. And not only that, but there's a unique twist to tonight's first look. That's correct. And there's a reason why you thought that this would be a good opportunity for you to come inside the Budweiser studio. So the listeners are listening right now and they're going, all right, so Linda's in studio with Ivan's. Is there something that's sports related to this? And you know what? The answer is yes. Yes. Yes, there is. So we're uh, right, of course, at the end, tail end of football season. We're starting out basketball, but here in a minute, we're going to be back on the field. We're going to be back on the diamond. Another push for Omaha in the College World Series. Absolutely, with our UT uh, baseball players. And so tonight, we're going to have some of those folks here with us. From 6 to 8, they're going to be in a special area on the showroom floor and there for folks to come by and take a picture, get an autograph. And we're so grateful for our uh, partnership with Volunteer Legacy that are helping us have those um, athletes there with us. The four that you need to know. So for those of you out there who are wanting to perhaps maybe grab some of your items and have those autographed or be able to get your selfies made, those four tonight, Jared Dickey, Zach Joyce, Drew Beam and AJ Russell. The four of them are going to be in house tonight. Those times once again, six to eight, six to eight tonight during the first look. So not only I know there's always that kind of, what do we want to do in the middle of the week or during our work week, something for the husband and the son, maybe something there for the daughter and the mom as well, because I know so many people they're right now trying to determine what they're going to do with their Christmas tree. My favorite part about fantasy of trees. I know somebody might think that this is a little bit of far fetched. I roll sarcasm. <laughs> As much as people love putting up trees and love doing the whole ornament by <laughs> ornament, if you can have something delivered right to my Absolutely. house and have it already put together, like Black Friday shopping, yeah. I'm not going to sit outside. <laughs> I'll pay for it and just have it delivered to my front door, and then I wrap it up and go, hey, Merry Christmas. There you go. Fantasy Absolutely. of Trees is the ultimate Tyler Ives experience because <laughs> I could take somebody with me and go, oh, babe, look at all this awesome stuff, mm -hmm. and they feel awesome, mm -hmm. and then it's just... This tree, yes, sign up, credit card, have it delivered to the house or delivered to my office, and everything's taken care of. Absolutely, and helping East Tennessee Children's Hospital. That's so, my favorite part. Uh, fantasyoftrees.org, you can still get tickets tonight for the first look. Come down, pick out your tree, um, meet some really wonderful UT athletes, and really have a great time. And again, to all to benefit Children's Hospital and, um, you know, the, our most fragile and tiniest babies in the NICU when they get transferred here, this ambulance, it helps them get here safely. You know, I, and I've said this before with every penny going back to East Tennessee Children's Hospital. My listeners who know me the most, who have known me as somebody who's grown up here in East Tennessee, knows the story of my sister who has cerebral palsy when she was first born, what East Tennessee Children's Hospital did for her. My relationship continuing to grow with A.J. Cooksey and the things that the family and I have done together and, and watching A.J. just continue to just battle and continue to just knock down so many barriers. This is big time stuff for me. And I know for many of you out there in some way, shape or form, whether if it wasn't your intermediate family, but somebody you're related to, somebody who's a neighbor or somebody who you see at church, East Tennessee Children's Hospital has done something to help them and it continue to give them that extended period of life or completely accomplish so many things that perhaps maybe the, the chances or opportunities were slim in the beginning. This is an opportunity for not only for you to get into the Christmas spirit, but also be able to give back to really an organization that has helped out so many that we know. Oh my gosh, that's so well said, Tyler. Thank you so much. That That is from your heart and we really appreciate it. Some people say that I'm a Scrooge. No. Some people say that no. I don't like listening to Christmas music until after <laughs> Thanksgiving. The second part's true. I'm very much looking forward to us being tomorrow live from Fantasy oh. of Trees at the Knoxville Convention Center. So if you see a guy who looks like he's got a cup of coffee in his right hand with a Santa hat on, 
That'll probably be me. Oh, but don't get any photos of it because then people will know that perhaps maybe I'm sensationalizing this whole me not liking Christmas thing. But I do also want to end up on the good boys list this year. Santa, thank you so much. Linda, thanks for stopping by and saying hi. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much. And Anytime you want to, just kick the door in and just okay. say hi to us. That's what I'm going to do. Don't push it open. Kick All it right. in. I will kick it open. Yesterday, Josh Heupel, he met with the media. And the first question that got brought up, let's get serious here. People have heard about the whispers. Some people have heard about the rumors. This is what he had to say addressing the situation with Jeremy Banks in regards to him missing out in the South Carolina game on Saturday. There's a lot of speculation about Jeremy Banks. I'm hoping you can just add some clarity to this. Um, did he get in an altercation with a teammate? Was he suspended for the South Carolina game? Is he available for Vandy? Uh, we, we anticipate Jeremy uh, being with us here uh, this week. And, and uh, you know, as far as um, what transpired and, and those types of things, at the end of the day, he wasn't available uh, this Saturday. All right, so I hate to continue with the Christmas theme here, Logan Ward, but uh, Jeremy Banks... There's something to this. Should we be deciding good boy, bad boy list, naughty list, nice list? Where are you at on, on Jeremy Banks and Josh Heupel's response to him missing Carolina? Yeah, so, I mean, he was never going to come out and say and confirm some of the reports that I know Jimmy has had. Eric Kane has, has also heard some stuff that many people who cover Tennessee in this market have reported on what exactly took place in the locker room um, surrounding Jeremy Banks' incident. He was not going to come out and report those and confirm those reports. I I want to see him out there on Saturday before I say he's actually going to be out there. I think it's just kind of a wait and see type of thing. I think Josh Apple has handled this perfectly, to be honest. Yeah, with you. he should. He has. He's like, here's the thing. Josh Apple's not going to come out and go, all right. Everybody, the message board monsters. All right, everybody, here's the situation at hand. Everybody who is who's banging on the door and who's yelling, this is the reason why. Let's be frank here. Jeremy Banks playing in that game against Carolina wasn't going to keep them from scoring 25 more points than Tennessee. Yeah. It, look, it's concerning because you have to ask yourself exactly what is happening along this track that got Tennessee maybe off a little bit. Because all Tennessee had to do was win out, and they were probably playing for a chance at a national championship. This is a tough moment. So anytime you can point at particular things that perhaps maybe adds one to the other that gives you your answer, I get it. But at the same time, I, th I think what this is, is it's an unfortunate situation where I think a lot of Tennessee fans are just looking for something to grasp a hold to for it to make sense. You know how many, how many weeks have I said, Logan, make the college football playoff rankings make sense? I think a lot of those Tennessee fans over the last 72 hours have said, you lose by 25 to a team that was so bad they couldn't score against Florida the week prior and Jeremy Banks doesn't make the trip, even if none of those make sense or come together to bring the pie you want, just make it make sense. I Yeah, I don't think that he would have prevented Tennessee from losing that game because I still think that we see a very similar result. I think it was the psyche aspect of the whole entire very thing. Fair. They didn't know that he wasn't going to make the trip until Friday afternoon per report. So that had to place some type of psyche mental hurdles that Tennessee's defense were just not able to jump over. Uh, Mikey reaches out on Twitter and says, do you believe that Hendon Hooker with the injury is still a finalist for the Heisman Trophy? We answer that next. Five burning questions being brought to you by our friends at Burton McKinnish. It's on the way. 99.1. You're listening to the starting lineup here on the Sports Animal. All right. We got some breaking news we need to bring to the table here on the starting lineup. Is it soccer related? Yeah, it is. 99.1, the sports animal. Just give me 15 seconds, all right? You, just, you have all the time you want, dude. No, Go ahead. just 15 seconds because I know that there is a select of our audience that are big soccer fans, and I don't want to be doing you a disservice, all right? Tyler Ivan, 734. Uh, it's been brought to my attention. Saudi Arabia just upset Argentina in the World Cup. 
in the World Cup. I was talking to a buddy of mine via the text this morning, somebody who is completely just 100% tuned in to everything that's happening in the world of sports and what's happening in the world of soccer. And I asked him, I said, could you perhaps maybe in context put together how big of a deal this is that the Saudis just knocked off Argentina in the World Cup? You know what he said? Ivan's, this is the equivalent of a D3 over a superpower. I said, you got to be kidding me. So essentially what we're getting at is what just happened in soccer in the World Cup is the equivalent of Valdosta State beating Alabama. How many people you think in this country watch that soccer match, though? I mean, if you're a diehard soccer fan, you're all in on the World Cup between now and its completion. But that game started at like 4 a.m. There's some people who probably are up at 4 a.m. where they didn't go to sleep after their last shift last night. And they're like, I'm staying up and I'm going to watch the Saudis in Argentina. Man, I mean, I was up at 4 a.m., but I was up for 4 a.m. for a completely different reason. All right, so apparently what I'm being told now is that this is a big, big deal. And this has essentially shifted a lot of the powers that is in all of the betting world of college and, excuse me, of all of the World Cup. No, apparently Argentina was a sexy pick to win the whole thing. And now they are already down in their first matchup in the World Cup. Is Messi still playing? I have no idea. He's an older guy. He's Messi. (laughs) Exactly. Five burning questions happening now here on the starting lineup. Let's ride. I'm just saying, if we get 30 seconds of good soccer coverage here on the starting lineup, it makes me want to miss Will West even more. Yeah. (laughs) All righty. Where do you think Tennessee will go bowling? Give me the Cotton Bowl in Dallas uh, or Arlington, whatever you want to call it. Look, I'm not going to sit here and be like, they're going to play this team with this team. You just simply ask location. I simply gave you an answer. I think it's going to be Texas in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to say it is the Cotton Bowl as well. And I, I don't think it's going to be a sexy matchup. I think you would probably see them play against a non-Power 5 team, maybe a Tulane, maybe a Cincinnati. who comes, uh, Whoever comes out of the American, essentially, I expect Tennessee to play. And that is not a sexy matchup. Tennessee fans will travel there, but not as many as would go to New Orleans or Miami. What would you be keeping your eye on in tonight's college football playoff rankings? Uh, where they put LSU, because I want to find out just how much they're valuing a two-loss team getting into the college football playoff with a conference championship. So USC will certainly be the five seed. Will LSU stay at five, or will it be? What do you do with the? Excuse me. What do you do with the LSU USC approach? Do you put the team who you know is definitely playing in a conference championship compared to, again, it's going to be that LSU-USC swing. I'm going to see where, where Clemson is because I think they were the big winner out of everything that happened on Saturday, the near upsets with Michigan and TCU, and then Tennessee falling to South Carolina. It's Clemson benefited from that tremendously. If TCU loses, even in the, uh, excuse me, uh, even in the Big 12 championship, and right. let's say that Notre Dame beats USC, and Georgia beats LSU, Clemson is right back into the thing. And especially if Ohio State-Michigan, one of those teams is now done, Clemson is right back into it. I want to see where they are. I think they're going to be seven, but I want to see. Maybe you slide them in there at six. We'll see. Do you think Hendon Hooker will still be a Heisman finalist? I do. I still think Hendon Hooker. And man, it's just me. It's watching him on crutches there inside the ballroom. At uh, it's not really a ballroom, but there inside the in Manhattan downtown at the Heisman House, the Heisman Club. I believe he's going to end up finishing second behind C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. But yes, I do anticipate that he's going to be uh, there in New York on Saturday, December the tenth. 
Yeah, I'm going to say he will be two. I have him third behind C.J. Stroud. I think he's going to be the winner of the whole thing after he wins the Big 12 title game. And then Caleb Williams, that's kind of a, a value bet. He has been playing absolutely tremendously. He's thrown a whole bunch of you know passing yards and touchdowns, hasn't turned the ball over, and he has the games left to play like C.J. Stroud. That's going to get him that big name, a whole lot of votes, and that name recognition. I will say Hendon Hooker will be third, but yes, he will indeed be in New York. Today is National Cranberry Relish Day. Okay. Does cranberries in any form belong on a Thanksgiving table? Sure. Who doesn't love a little cranberry sauce on top of their turkey? A little cranberry there mixed in with a roll. Cranberry mixed in with your mashed potatoes and your corn. Yeah, I'm here for that. You're lying. What makes you think that? Because I know you. Cranberries are delicious. The band, the cranberries are awesome. The drink cranberry juice is awesome. <laughs> cranberries in your food, that's awesome. Come on, dude. I'm going to say, yeah, they they belong on a, on a Thanksgiving table. My parents like them. I, I'm not going to eat them. They're not that good. But yeah, sure, they belong. I don't know what cranberry relish is. We just have the normal cranberry sauce. I guess it's out of the can or maybe it's fresh. I don't really know. I've never tried it. Maybe I'll try some here on Thursday, but it belongs, but I'm not going to eat it. Last one. Tennessee is a 14-point favorite against Vanderbilt. Is that too high, too low, or about right? It's too low. The spread's nowhere near 14 if they beat South Carolina. This is an overreaction by Vegas. I'll let you know. I've not hit this once, not twice, but three times for Tennessee to cover this number on Saturday. With Joe Milton at quarterback, I have no problem laying this number whatsoever. Tennessee, they roll past Vanderbilt. Yeah, this is too low in my mind. I think the line would have been in the 30 range if Hinton Hooker was going to be the starting quarterback. I think it should still be around maybe 25 to 20-something points with Joe Milton but yeah, give me Tennessee. Give me Tennessee to roll on Saturday. <laughs> but it's too low. Yeah, I'm gonna way clean too up. low. Got any cranberries there in the jukebox? No, but I have some running up the hill. No, I don't want that. Put some cranberries on. Don't do zombie either. Nobody likes the song "Zombie" by the Cranberries. They only like "Linger." Is this a good band? I've never heard of them. Are you kidding me? You never heard of the Cranberries? If it wasn't in Stranger Things, I don't know. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you have to let this linger? You definitely haven't heard of the Cranberries, have you? I have not. Uh, okay. Do me a favor. Uh, when we come back from the next reset, can't we get some Cranberries? No, we have Eric Kane. We got to play his theme music. Okay, we can't play Cranberries when Eric Kane comes on? No, because he's going to get mad because that's his super no, music. No, I'm He not doesn't doing, get going no. if he doesn't hear Rocky Top. Hey, our friends over at Burton McKinnis bringing you five burning questions this morning. 865-233-1105 with offices in Maryville and Knoxville. Family law, divorce, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, and more. Remember, all people are equal before the law. A good attorney is what makes a difference. Burt McKinnish Law is online. That's at BurtMcKinnish.com. My favorite part about Burt McKinnish, for a lot of you out there, you need to know they're not a large mill firm. It's not one of these things where you're not going to meet your attorney until the day of your hearing. You're going to begin your case with personal consultation with an attorney, and then throughout that process, they're going to be with you every step of the way. It's going to be handled with an attorney, a paralegal, to ensure that your case, you just don't turn into a filing cabinet number that they slam shut once you walk out the door. BurtonMcKinnish.com. Cater is next. I just found out from one of my favorite listeners. Laura reaches out this morning, or as I call her, Mama Cut. She wanted to let us know Messi still does play for Argentina. He scored the lone goal in the match. Well, how about that? I don't watch enough soccer. No. English football. 
We were working. With their kits and their pitches and all the kneels and the draws. I'm slowly having to learn the whole soccer lingo, as many people are, because it comes around every four years. you got to act like you care. Caner's next here on the starting lineup, 99.1, the sports animal. Tennessee basketball stayed at number 22 in the latest college basketball AP Top 25 poll. North Carolina stayed at number one. Houston moved up to number two. Kansas came in at number three. Texas jumped to number four. And Virginia appeared inside the top five. And number five, Arkansas is the highest ranked SEC team at number nine. Also yesterday in women's basketball, Gonzaga took down number 23, Lady Vols, 73-72 to at the battle for Atlantis. Jordan Horston scored 19 points in the loss. Lady Vols dropped to 2-4 and four on the season. And in the NFL on Monday Night Football last night, the 49ers took down the, the Cardinals 38-10. And at the FIFA World Cup, the U.S. had a 1-1 draw with Wales to open up Group B play. At 7.44, Eric Kane joins TSL next for a Tennessee football practice report. Have a good morning. I'm Logan Ward. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Very nicely done. Welcome you back here on the starting lineup. 99.1, the sports animal. Look, I know it's not a superhero music, but no, 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 no. Leave it up for a second. No, this is actually, I'm leading in. This is me being topical here. This is what radio professionals do. There's not a professional bone in my body, but this is my attempt right now. Eric Kane's been waiting patiently right now on hold. Eric Kane, can I ask you a question? How much longer is this Jeremy Banks situation going to linger? See what I did there? That's a joke. Good morning to you, Kane. What do you got for us? What's up, boys? How we doing? Well, we're talking about Jeremy Banks. Apparently, people believe the whispers and the pss, 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 and all the other things. Look, real quick, for those who didn't hear it, hey, if you wouldn't mind, Logan, this is what Josh Eipel had to say yesterday when asked about the Jeremy Banks situation. This is actually Adam Sparks' question leading off yesterday's Monday presser. Give us a listen. There's a lot of speculation about Jeremy Banks. I'm hoping you can just add some clarity to this. Um, did he get in an altercation with a teammate? Was he suspended for the South Carolina game? Is he available for Vandy? Uh, we, we anticipate Jeremy uh, being with us here uh, this week, and, and uh, you know, as far as um, what transpired and, and those types of things, at the end of the day, he wasn't available uh, this Saturday. Your overall thoughts on just the Jeremy Banks situation? I don't. I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to get you to knock on your door and be like, "What's going on?" Just more of a just what the last 72 hours has been, seeing that this loss somehow has been put around the Jeremy Banks situation. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. You want to have him on the field. Um, he's a good football player. Um, he's your middle linebacker. He's he's your energy tone setter on defense and all that. But, 
Um, you know, I mean, t- Tennessee got his tail whipped, you know, down in down in Columbia. And uh, if Jeremy Banks was in the the lineup on defense, Tennessee would have still got his tail whipped, in my opinion. Uh, Jeremy Banks is not good enough defensively to overcome twenty five point deficit. Um, so, you know, is he the reason Tennessee lost? Absolutely not. But I mean, you know, it wouldn't have hurt Tennessee if he was out there because he's a good player. So. We will see if he can get back out there. You hope he can get back out there for the Vanderbilt game. Um, you know, he, hopefully he can do the things that he needs to do in order to uh, get back in the lineup. Um, but obviously he wasn't there on Saturday, and uh, we'll have to see exactly if he's there uh, on, on this Saturday to finish off the regular season. You hope that's the case. Jeremy Banks, MIA, Saturday for the Columbia loss. Hendon Hooker is going to be missing in action coming up Saturday against Vanderbilt due to that ACL tear. Cater the offense, it's going to look a little different, or do you believe it will have a little bit of a different wrinkle with Joe Milton starting at quarterback? The difference between five and seven. Well, I mean, I think the offense is going to look you know similar in terms of you know Joe's going to run the offense. He ran it last year up until his injury, and where whenever he was uh, having to sit out, he, he runs it every single day in practice. I mean, it's going to look like Tennessee's offense, but you know, I mean, is it going to be as explosive? I would imagine not. Joe Milton is not Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is one of the best. Uh, football players in the country and one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So, uh, you know, may- maybe maybe some short intermediate passes, try to get Joe going a little bit, some one to two rethrows and, and get it out of the hands quickly. They're not all going to be 60-yard bombs. I- I'd love for it to be, but it's not all going to be 60-yard bombs. I also think Tennessee's going to try and rely heavily on the run game to get things going just to just to help Joe Milton, right? Um, if, you, if you can, you know, have – Cable run game with you with Jabari Small and Jalen Wright. I, I think that would really kind of help with the confidence of Joe Milton. So it's not always second nine or second eleven, second twelve. It's going to be a lot of second threes, you know, second fours, and a lot of maple, uh, makeable downs. So we'll see exactly what it looks like. I'm intrigued to see what Joe Milton looks like because um, he's looked great in mop up duty. I want to see some of the improvements that he's made, uh, but I really I want to see him in a tie ball game in the first quarter and not, you know, up by 30 points in the fourth quarter to see kind of how that decision-making process is going to go. So looking forward to it. Cater, uh, this was really the first opportunity to chat with players. Look, they were available after the game in, in Columbia on Saturday, but yesterday was the opportunity to really kind of catch up with some of the players after they looked at the film and how they kind of could be divorced from the game Saturday with some breathing room in between. Anybody stand out to you? Any comments that were made, perhaps maybe that you thought to yourself, there's something here and you highlighted it. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we asked how the week was in practice leading up to the game and all that type of stuff, and Josh Heupel said that there was a lot that he liked about it. Uh, Maury Thomas said he believed they practiced well, that they were locked in. And uh, But once we got to game, you know, Aaron Beasley had a really interesting comment about what went wrong in South Carolina defensively. Give this a listen, Tennessee linebacker Aaron Beasley. Our biggest thing was just execution. Um, we, we didn't execute, you know, um, the cause we should have executed. Um, just the, in my opinion, the urgency, man, to start the game, we didn't have enough urgency. You know, we thought we was going to come in there and just, you know, if things going to fall where it was supposed to, but, you know, it don't work like that in, in college ball. So I, I think that was the biggest thing, just execution and the urgency. It wasn't there. I assume we just felt like it was going to be given to us. Um, we felt like we didn't have to, you know, go out there and work for it. We thought they was just going to, you know, lay down. And, you know, props to them. You know, they came out. They, they, played, they played a great game. They played physical. They're a great team, and they showed that Saturday. I mean, give credit to Aaron Beasley, right? I mean, you, you don't want to hear that in terms of, uh, you know, the, the lack of urgency to begin the football game. 
you know, they're human. They're kids. I understand it. Tennessee was a three-touchdown favorite. Tennessee was a better football team than South Carolina. But you still got to attack every single game and come out of the gate strong and treat it like it's a national championship game. So Aaron Beasley, that, those comments were pretty, uh, pretty interesting. And that does not mean that Tennessee didn't prepare the right way throughout the week. It's just a matter of when you got to kickoff, maybe, maybe some of these players were just kind of assuming Tennessee was just going to beat them because that's what we all assumed as well. Hey, Tanner, who makes this possible each and every time you stop by and see us today, whether it's phone through the board or live and in person? Yeah, it's uh, Pools by Heritage, our good friends over at Pools by Heritage. You can beat the spring rush and get your pool started now from design to construction to maintenance. One call can do it all. Call Pools by Heritage at 947-7527. We actually got a text coming in quickly. Cater, do you have time to answer a question from the text line before we uh, say goodbye to you? What you got? Logan W. wants to know what your thoughts were on the first, second half breakdowns of Team USA's 1-1 tie with Wales yesterday. Tell Logan W. that we don't we do not do that nonsense on the radio in Knoxville, Tennessee, all right? So it's only football. It's all it's only football and Christmas cookie talk and, and, and Christmas caroling, all right? That's all we have time for. All right, should I expect to see you tomorrow at Fantasy of Trees? I've got some extra tickets if you want to bro out around a gingerbread house. Oh, Fantasy of Trees. You doing the show from there? Yeah, I am trying to get in the Christmas spirit. They're trying to convert me over to early Christmas cheer, which that might be a, a task and a half within itself. Oh, it's going to be tough, though, because you're so bah humbug. Uh, yeah, man, I'd love, I'd love to stop by. Have you going to make an ornament, Tyler? It. Yeah. A thumbprint ornament? Eric and, I are gonna make, Eric and I are going to make an ornament together. It's going to say, best thumbs forever. Ginger Kang would be so happy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. It's actually going to be my my wedding gift to Eric Kane now that I finally have an invite. It's going to be wrapped up in an envelope, and he's going to think it's cash, and then it's just going to be this ornament that he's got to piece together like a puzzle so he can put on his tree moving forward. Eric, we appreciate it, sir. We'll chat with you soon. All right, buddy. See you. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. 